0: Oh, I'm sorry, that was super loud, but welcome back to another episode of Convert Conversations. Um, I'm just getting back. I know I said I was going to do an episode before I went home, uh, but I did not do that. I didn't even end up taking my stuff with me. Uh, I got off super late that day. Well, not super late, but super late by my standards for when I wanted to jump on the road. And I just came home, grabbed my stuff, still had a little bit of stuff to grab and pack and I was just like, fuck that recording equipment. I'll just do it when I get back. I wish I would have took it with me, though, because that would have been a perfect opportunity for me to do you know, my podcast with a bunch of people. But I didn't do that. But that's coming up. Oh, don't worry. Um, definitely going to start having some guests on here. People have been asking me, can they you know, jump on the podcast and stuff like that? So I'm going to have people on here. Um, it's just... Uh, I'm probably going to do it on the next one with uh, some of my soldiers because they, they asked about doing it. But, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I went home, went to my grandma's funeral. Um, it was kind of it was, it was surreal because, like I said, nobody expected her to go so soon and right now. And, you know, she was considered, like, you know, the head of the family. Everybody loved her, stuff like that. But I don't want to get too much into it. Spent, uh, Got to spend more time than I did, you know, before with family while I was at home. And it was pretty good, you know, to see everybody come together, despite some of my family members have differences with each other, to include me and my goddamn sister. But another topic for another time. Or I just won't get into it at all, actually. I told myself I wasn't going to waste breath on her when, you know, she's the one who is doing wrong. But... Uh Yeah, so went went home, did the funeral, spent time with the family off and on, uh, spent time with, you know, my friends, my brothers, as usual. I will say that downtown Kansas City has fucking changed for the worst. You know what I mean? Like, it's Kansas City. They building that shit the fuck up. It changes every time I come home. But where the black people go? We Black people can't do shit And uh, That started to show me That I mean well, that's, that's You know It's kind of like that anywhere But I've never seen anything like this When I tried to go out uh, I think it was like Friday night That they have The entire Like downtown area Where You know The main part of where people are It's all blocked off All blocked off With barricades And then on top of that Like at each You know Intersection Where it's barricaded That they have like At least Three or four cop cars blocking off that street so nobody can just drive through there, past the barricades, and then they have cops standing out there as well. On top of that, I think I I had already been drinking a little bit, so I wasn't paying attention. We get there, we're walking through, and I see, like, sets of metal detectors, like it was fucking TSA. I'm like, okay, okay. This club has metal detectors. I've been to a club before, you know, especially in Kansas City that had metal detectors. So I was like, all right, cool. We walked through the metal detectors, and I'm still outside. We were not walking into a club. You have to walk through metal detectors to even get on that that Westport area in downtown Kansas City. I was like, how fucking ridiculous is that? And then it was, you know, I think it's gotten to the point where people don't even, like, really want to go out because it wasn't even really that much people out Uh that night, you know, or you know, at least my my people at the clubs that I like to go to. But I just thought it was just so goddamn di- damn dumb that fucking you gotta go through one layer of security to get to even get to the, you know, the street, the that section of, you know, the downtown area. And then you still have to go through another level of security when you're going into the club. It was ridiculous. But uh I'm you know, I like I said I enjoyed myself, met new people. Uh you know, like I said, I, I always enjoy spending time with my brother. Um, and, yeah, I, you know, I kind of left it at that. I did, you know, did some things. uh hung out with some people. Uh, then I came home. Uh, and that was pretty much that. Uh, and And before that, too, I've been working so fucking hard. I am seeing so many people get a med board approved. And me, I can't even get my fucking foot in the door. Like I don't know what I'm doing wrong. When I say med border for people that don't know, when you get medically retired, you know, 'cause you know, something's wrong with your body and stuff like that. And I'm trying to get med border for my shoulder. But it ain't working. I'm going in there all the time telling them like, you know, physical therapy is not working, my shoulder's still hurting, da da this and they just like, let's try this, let's try this, let's try this. And I'm just like, please, just let me break through that barrier and just just have them approve this med board for me, please, because I am so, I'm just seeing everybody, like, not everybody, but, like, all like a lot of my soldiers or, you know, people that I know just, like, yeah, I got, I'm getting med board, and I'm just like, fuck, when will it be my turn, and I can wait the two years, but I don't want to wait the two years, if I can get out now, if I can get a fat ass check, get paid now, I will do that in a fucking heartbeat. And will never look back. But they are just fighting me on this shit. So, hopefully, fucking within the next upcoming weeks, I got two MRIs scheduled now. And I got to go back to see the, the PA, our doctor. And it's just like, bro, just stop giving me a run around. Just give me what I want. So, yeah, that's been pretty much what I've been dealing with that on that. And I'm telling y'all, it's going to be a whole different me when... If they approve that shit and I get what I think I'm going to get for this med board in the severance pay. Oh, man, y'all ain't going to be able to tell me shit. I said it before. Y'all thought I had money now. Nah, nigga got nigga going to have money. I'm going to have money regardless, even if I wait the two years to get out. You know what I mean? Like off my benefits and stuff like that and still going to go work, go to school and stuff like that. So I'll be all right. But I really want this severance check that I think I'm going to get. I really want it. And I will not stop until I get it. But if I don't get it, then, I mean, at least I tried. But I really want that severance check. I ain't even going to tell y'all how much it is. But when y'all see me pulling up in something new, man, y'all going to know. Like, yeah, that nigga got paid. That man got paid. But, yeah. Y'all see the fucking. One thing I want to start off with. The lottery shit. It could, because it happens like all the time I don't know why people forget about it Like it, things happen so frequently And so many things that happen so much That people just forget about it And when it happens again It's like it's new to them Which also I want to talk about the Kevin Gates thing Fucking the lottery The lottery is like in the fucking I don't know I think it's like one point something Billion dollars Which after taxes it's like Seven hundred something million And everybody sees that so everybody's been on this fucking craze to buy lottery tickets. Nothing wrong with that. Fucking, hey, man, go after it. Hope hope you hit the lottery. But what's pissing me off is, you know, you see the celebrities fucking buying up like hundreds of tickets at once. And if they were smart, they do this. I mean, I don't know if it's smart. But they're they're buying it all from the same place. I mean, I would I would take a gamble and just fly all over the country, clear my schedule, fly all over the country for like a month to every state and multiple places, and just buy up hella lottery tickets. I'm bound to hit somewhere, something. But these fucking losers are just going out and buying up all the lottery tickets and fucking. And people are on both sides about it. I don't know why people are on both sides about it and why this isn't one-sided. Because, you know, to me, it's just it's just morally wrong. You know what I mean? Like, you're already rich and you're trying to get, you know, richer. I mean, it's kind of tricky. But to me, I just think it's fucked up because you already have millions of dollars. Your life has already changed. What more, how much more does your life change by hitting the, you know, the lottery? For one point something billion dollars. And all these celebrities. They may not be rich. But you know they ain't got billion dollars. But they're rich enough. Let's be real. You give me three million dollars. And bitch I'm rich. I'll I'll be satisfied. You give me a hundred thousand dollars. I'll be fucking satisfied. But I just don't understand. And then then what made made it so fucking funny. Immediately after these jackasses did that shit. Like that same week. It was announced like almost at the end of the week, it was announced that somebody found the somebody uh, bought the winning lottery ticket. And what was so insane, even more insane that I don't think everybody caught on to that. And I think that just went completely over a lot of people's heads because I was even at the gas station, you know, getting gas. And there's a motherfucker inside the gas station. He's still buying lottery tickets. But he was like older, so I don't think he, you know, you know, he probably ain't on social media. But he, by probably by the time he found out that somebody bought that winning ticket already, he was pissed because he wouldn't waste his money buying lottery tickets. And dude, I was like, I wanted to tell him. I was like, you know, somebody bought somebody bought the winning ticket like two two days ago, boss. You're you're pretty late. But maybe sometimes like people don't believe it too, or like I said, you don't know. But imagine if you hit fucking the lottery for like $770 million. After all the taxes are taken out, you get 770 million. What would you do? I tell you what I do. I'm I'ma disappear. You know what I mean? Like I'ma disappear, fucking and nah, I ain't gonna disappear. Fuck all that. I I, I want these people to know who I am. Uh, but I, I will tell you that I will hire round the clock security because not to mention i'm I'm gonna pop you I'm gonna make sure it's multiple it's it's other people there multiple people there to you know pop you as well if you even try something because i I ain't gonna be the one to have cash on me you never you're not gonna know where I live but if you do catch me out in traffic and think you about to get something off of me then I mean try your luck but it ain't gonna work out for you that's why I don't understand why like, why all these people go anonymous and stuff like that. But maybe it's because they probably owe somebody money or something like that, and then they're like, "Shit, you know." Imagine imagine in the lottery for millions of dollars, and you st- you you owe somebody money, you steal that fucking, you steal that fucking petty, you ain't gonna pay them. So you gonna you just gonna uh, stay anonymous for the rest of your life, or you owe like a bill collector or some shit like that, and they come in and collect and the bill's only for like fucking $300 but you am like man I'm not giving them nothing. Bitch, I'm rich. Take it up with my lawyer. But that's how you know that's what I was saying about that. I think that was I th- I just thought it was so stupid for fucking celebrities to be you know, while they're making money, they're still trying to make. And I understand the concept behind him like shit fucking you know, if I could be richer, why not? Then, but, you know, give other people a chance. Because what you going to do with that money? What do you honestly see a celebrity doing if he um if he hits a lottery? What do you see him doing with that money? You think he's gonna give something back? No. They're gonna do it in some 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 charitable donations and then that's about it. Just to fucking cover their ass because they don't want people looking bad at them like, oh, he never donates, he never gives back. I'm gonna tell you right now, if I was a celebrity, I get back to who? For what? I can give you some advice That's all I can give you But as far as Give you my money What you gonna do with it I'm gonna give you Some advice On how to get rich And then you can Take that advice And do whatever you want With it It's so funny to How people Will accept money Over advice But And we're not talking About the Jay-Z thing Because that's different If I was offered You know However much it was 200,000 Or take a dinner With Jay-Z I'm taking the 200,000 I'm sorry Because what I've, you know, I don't know what advice Jay-Z can offer me that I can't go find on the internet. But it also, there's also, you know, two sides to one coin. You would want to take the advice sometimes versus, you know, I would want to, I would want to give somebody advice over give them my money. Because I don't know what the fuck they're going to do with that money. I don't know how life-changing that money is going to be for them. But if I was in the on the other boat and I was being offered money or advice, I take I take the money. I'm sorry, because I'm smart enough and I'm old enough now to fucking know what, know what to do with money. That fucking what do I need advice for at that point? I got two hundred thousand dollars from Jay Z just now, and I'm you know, I'm old enough to make smart decisions. And I'm it's not like <clears throat> it's not like you know. First of all, that two hundred dollars, $200,000 ain't life-changing, but it's a starter. But, like I said, it ain't like I'm going to go blow $200,000 at the fucking casino or try to gamble it online or something like that. I'm like, I got $200,000? I know what I'm about to do with this. I can do multiple things. Speaking of money, um, Amazon stock is going up. Just a friendly reminder, if you got me on social media, I fucking told you all about this. If you didn't listen to me, a couple people listen to me, I ain't going to lie. But if you didn't listen to me, oh, you're about to be fucked in the game if you think you're about to jump on Amazon stock once it, it continues to rise. You know what I mean? Like, I don't I don't understand why people do that. It's just like, you know, somebody is literally, and that, and that's another thing why fucking, altogether. you just got to say fuck people nowadays because people don't listen either way. They either going to take money from you, not do right with it, Or they're going to take the advice and just fucking let it go completely over their heads. I put on the internet fucking like months ago. Not months, like back in like June about the whole Amazon thing. Shout out to the homie that put me, uh, reminding me about it. And I see nobody like, I took your advice, I did this. But I've also seen people who I told to invest, just invest $1,000. You're not going to miss it. $1,000. You spent $1,000 Three times over since since I put that information out there. You could have at least saved up fucking $300 every month and put like $900 or fucking, you know, broke it up over this time span and just put it in there. But only like a couple people got back to me like, yo, I did this. You know, either show me how to do this or I, I put that shit in there. Thanks for the tip and all this. But. Oh, boy, are the people who do not, did not listen and put that money into that stock, they're going to regret it. Amazon is not going anywhere. Let's, let's, let's go back and remember what Amazon stock was worth about five years ago and then what it was up to before it made that split. It was worth 3000 something dollars And I think at the minimum, like five years ago, it was like at $98. That's an investment. That's money just growing, sitting there growing. But y'all didn't want to listen, as usual. And shout out to the homie that listened to me when I when I kept putting that energy out there that you need to buy a gun. I'm also gonna tell you what happened while I was home too. But I wasn't I wasn't I wasn't there. Mm. So the homie, she was hit me up, you know, a few months ago. She wanted to buy a gun. She didn't listen to she didn't listen and get the gun that I told her to get, but nonetheless, she got a gun. I forgot what the fuck she got, but you know me, I'm a Glock man. That's all I need to know as far as uh, handguns go. So she went and got one. When I I shit you not, I pulled that gun out of her purse. Well, she brought it out to me because it was in her purse. I shit you not. Women do not need guns unless they're taught how to take care of guns. Because just like everything else that's swimming in the bottom of their purse, that's exactly what that gun was doing. And I guess she like dropped it in something and it sat there. I don't know I don't know why she let it sit there. I don't know why she didn't clean it off. But literally the the top of the fucking the pistol where the front iron sight is completely rusted. Completely rusted. Like orange rust. That means it's been sitting there for a while. And the barrel had like all types of dirt and grime in it. To where I'm not even sure. If she shot that motherfucker, the bullet would come out of the barrel without getting—I don't know. Some weird shit would happen because it was just so caked up with shit, and I was like, are you fucking serious? Now, mind you, because she brought the gun out to show me that she had a gun, was because that night prior to that— so Saturday night, th- this was the same person I went out with Friday night and as, uh, as a couple other people— Saturday night, she goes out, and she's with somebody. She goes to get the person's car that they had it parked. And she's in the car, you know, starting up the car, you know, hooking her phone up, all this old stuff. And she cracks the window. She can hear, like, somebody screaming, and then somebody running up to the car with a gun, by the way, trying to get into the car. She drives off with the person, like, holding on to the car. For, I don't know, however long, she sees that he has a gun and she starts swerving, you know, driving, driving erratically. I guess the dude drops a gun and then he falls off the car. She keeps, continues to drive further down the street to a point where she can, you know, she's safe now. She can stop. Calls the cops. I don't know what the dude was trying to do. All I know is that she said the dude looked like Aladdin. I shit you not. I don't know if he's trying to kidnap her, kill her. Maybe he thought he was breaking in her car. I've dealt with that situation before where... I've been in my car, and some dude was, like, parked on the next, uh, the next row over in the exact same spot and had the exact same car as me, and he thought I was breaking into his car, and he was drunk. So we got to fighting and tussling, and I was about to shoot him that night. But I didn't because his friends came and saved him. But if you're going to listen to somebody, make sure you do exactly what they say, especially when they're giving you free game like I said, she went and got that goddamn gun and was not taken care of. I was like, this is not how you're supposed to treat a gun. Because the moment you need it. And, and two, she didn't have it that night either. Which I don't know why you have it if you're not going to keep it on you. Like, that's the quickest way to die. Or that's the most regretful way to die is to fucking die knowing you could have prevented it. Like, I wouldn't. I don't I don't understand why she didn't have it on her. But she's safe. Uh. Yeah, so that's why I say please you still got time to get in on this Amazon stock, by the way. It's only at a hundred and forty dollars per stock. When we bought in, it was like one sixteen or something like that per stock. I don't know, one twenty five or one twenty five or less. We'll just go with that. But so there's still time to get in on this stock. You just have to pay a little bit more for your uh for your shares. So you know, you might end up going a little bit over that $1,000, you know, budget, which is okay. You know, buy what you can afford. Don't buy what you actually truly need, but definitely invest in it while you can, because when it goes up too high, you can't get in on it again. Like Amazon, or not Amazon, Tesla. Tesla was fucking, you know, during the same ordeal. Goddamn. Look at Tesla's at now. Fucking, we'll say five years ago. 2019 Tesla stock was worth forty nine dollars at one point you know where Tesla stock is currently right now per stock it's at nine hundred and twenty two dollars per stock nine hundred but once again like I said people don't listen people don't be catching on to this stuff and this is how you stay poor so you could choose to stay poor if you want to but me no sir, no sir. But yeah, it was pretty much that. And then you know, you know, one thing that pissed me off, and it, it, this thing, this this topic will forever piss me off, is the you know the Will Smith and Chris Rock incident. Not just that incident in itself, but this the whole overall concept behind it and people's way of thinking. For one, because there's so many teachable moments in there that if people heard it from the other perspective. Not, not as many people would be sided with Chris Rock. Or they just stay neutral. You know what I mean? But they just wouldn't be. And they're like, I've never seen this many people have it out for Will Smith. Will Smith, of all people. Who, in my eyes, can't do no wrong. So, Will Smith has made, you know, or he didn't make a video. He was, um, I think he was doing an interview. And I think he was asked about. Uh, has he? I don't know if he said he's seen or talked to Chris Rock since the incident. You know what I mean, or apologized or something like that. And he made a formal, and I don't think he said he, he he hasn't. So he made a form like a sincere formal apology, sincere formal apology right there on the spot. And like I said, you know he's a genuine person, and he you know sincerely meant it. He didn't feel like he was doing it for the cameras or anything like that. You could just tell. And fucking, you know, I think like a day later or something like that, you know, it was like sources close to Chris Rock confirmed that he's not interested in accepting apology nor talking about it. And all this old other stuff. Uh, Yeah, he has no plans of squashing the feud with Will Smith. And I think it's for only one reason for clout and attention. Because you would think that Chris Rock would come out and explain why he isn't accepting his apology so we have a better understanding. But I think that he's going to ride this wave for a minute because it's bringing him so much attention and love and support from all these people because I'm going to be honest with you. I do not, I do not, I do not think that Chris Rock is funny. I'm going to just say it. Something, some aspects, yes, but I think he's just as bad as Kevin Hart. And I gotta call a spade a spade. I'm I'm so sick of so many people like he's the goat. He's this. I have stand up Chris Rock. I have not found one thing funny about it. I don't know what it is. He's just not funny to me. Not funny at all. Even just the way he talks, the way he sounds, the way he looks. I just do not like Chris Rock. So for him. To come out of his mouth and say that he has no plans of fucking squashing it with Will Smith, I think that he's just doing it for attention and clout. And this is why you can't be passive with people, because when you get when you when you get passive instead of them accepting instead of them appreciating like you know you're a passive dude non confrontational, they capitalize on that and then they try to fucking play you like you a bitch. Then they you know they they think that they have flipped the script, and now they're going hard on you. When it's not necessary. I don't believe that it's necessary to be that way. Because all you're doing is, you know... He may not be like, okay, you know, he doesn't accept my apology. That's fine. There's nothing I can do about that. But what you're not going to do is hop up on stage and still say shit about me. When, first of all, you didn't do shit to me, you know, in that moment. I don't give a fuck if it was the Oscars. If somebody cold-cocked me on stage, I'm sorry. One of us got it... One of us is getting carried off this stage, and it ain't going to be me. But he didn't do any of that. He didn't say anything immediately. He didn't say anything afterwards. Fucking, oh, I'm still processing this, so I'll speak about it at a later day. Motherfucker, all he did was slap you. He didn't fucking slap you, body slam you, and fucking beat you till you you went unconscious. He slapped you, and he walked away. What is there to process about that? But like I said, he sees this as an opportunity, so he's going to capitalize on it at the expense of Will Smith. When, like I said, he knows where he went wrong and why Will Smith did that. And that's why I, I don't, what makes upsets me is that other people act like they don't understand, you know, his point of view. Because people keep, keep, you know, I, a couple people brought it up twice in like the past week or so. And in some way, shape, or form, they brought it up, and then I asked them, you know, because the, you know they'll say, "Boy, somebody sma- you know, smack me like that, fucking." It was yeah, it was at work and it was while at home, it was me and me and my brothers. We were all you know at my grandma's house, and the, you know they got to talking about it. So I asked him. was like, "You know, somebody smack me like that? Ain't no way! I'm you know letting them. I'm just gonna stand there or da da this." And I'm just like, okay. That may be the case, but have you ever asked yourself this? If somebody disrespected your girl in front of you, would you let that fly? And I'm like, I mean, nah, yeah, you know, of course I'm going to do something about it. So there you go. There you fucking go. You can't keep saying that. You can't keep thinking about the other side without considering the other side either. One side, You can't consider one side without thinking about the other side. Yeah, everybody it's so fun for everybody to think about acts of violence and stuff like that or retaliation to what somebody's doing when you can't think about fucking you standing up and defending somebody, especially somebody close to you. Everybody's so ready to be on attack mode and put their hands on somebody, but they ain't thinking about why somebody put their hands on them. On them in the first place. And then when they get that understanding, then you know, they can understand it a little bit more. It was just like there's no man on this earth that I know of that is literally, if you say something about their wife or to their wife, you just gonna stand there, not even intervene. And everybody's answer was like, "Well, yeah, when you put it like that, you're like no, there's no way to put it like that's the way it is. That's how he handled that situation. He said something about my wife, I reacted. In the story. Now." You know, I don't know about y'all, but like I said, you know, I may not go to the extreme depending on what it is, you know what I mean? But like I said, in that moment, Will Smith was fed the fuck up. I'm not just about to keep sitting here listening to you motherfuckers say this and that. Like, I've had enough. I need to let you motherfuckers know that I'm not playing with y'all. That's it. But yeah, I thought it was, was, you know, just some bitch-ass shit for him not to, you know, he has no plans of reaching now and stuff like that, and... I'm sorry, y'all. I was just reading through uh, this shit. But, yeah, you know, it was talking about, you know, it doesn't doesn't benefit him to, you know, talk to him about it. I'm like, all right, whatever. But it benefits you to get on stage and talk about it. Further agitate the situation. How does it benefit you that everybody can laugh at the expense of two, you know, black men? How's that benefiting you? Because if you really look at it, that's what they're doing. You know, like I said, that slap is forever in history. People are going to talk about it and laugh about it. And then the jokes that you make about Will Smith and his wife are, you know, going to be forever talked about and looked at. You know, especially when, like I said, everything's, you know, behind, everything's in front of a camera. Your life is in front of a camera, so everything that you do is going to be around forever. And then people are going to re- remember it. So what are you going to do then? But, uh, yeah, enough of that. That shit happened... Did that shit happen earlier this year or this or last year? I don't know. It's been so long. But anywho, moving on. Uh, I think that's pretty much all I got. I think I'm going to keep it short today. I gotta go. I've been working out. That shit been eating up my body. Oh, my God. I've been tired as the fuck. Man. Especially, I, I got back to working out early in the morning. But don't tell them that because I told them I couldn't do shit. But, you know, I just be working out in the morning doing my shit. Because, um, I, I, you know, looking back at old pictures of yourself and not, like, old old pictures, but, like, fucking pictures when you was hitting the gym and shit like that and you take, like, a little mirror flick or something like that. I'm just going to be honest with y'all. My body don't look like that. You know, I ain't going to lie. After surgery, I, wouldn't, I, I haven't been able to work out at all. And so, you know, I've just been eating and, you know, it kind of looked like it's taking a toll. I don't want to be that. I don't want to start adopting that dad by Because, you know, the older you get, the harder it is to keep it together when you ain't doing nothing about it. But, you know, hey, I was like, hey, you got to get back in that gym. You got to get right. Because uh, we got, you know, some things coming up, some events, and I want to look right in my clothes, which, by the way, speaking of clothes, I think I am officially done supporting black businesses. And you're hearing this from a black man. I'm just going to say it and I'm going to put it out there because it's something that needs to be said about supporting black businesses that I've had nothing but bad experiences from them. Not even, you know, talking about listening to other people's bad experiences. I myself on multiple occasions have had and continue to have bad experiences from black businesses recently. And I've talked about it in older episodes, but so, but I'll go over it all in general. But recently recently, I put in this order for these jeans that cost over 200 fucking dollars from this black owned business. And they and don't get me wrong, they make some pretty cool clothes. Pretty good looking clothes. Which is why I spent over 200 fucking dollars for jeans, which is kind of the standard for premium jeans. They are premium jeans. When I tell you I got a confirmation email, which already pissed me off, but I already knew this going, to, going into this that it's going to be some I was already anticipating some bullshit because it's a black owned business. So I needed these pants for something. So I was like, I'm going to order these pants super fucking early. I ordered these pants like back mid July. Uh, Got the confirmation email that it's going to be like seven to 10 business days to fucking process your order. And another five to seven business days to receive your order. And I'm just like, Yo, what the? This is why I ordered them early because I knew this bullshit was gonna happen. I get the motherfuckers finally last weekend. Get home back from out of town. Open the motherfuckers up, and I was so I was I, I couldn't wait to get home so I could see them try them on, make sure they look good, make sure they fit good. The motherfuckers were a size thirty-two. Now, if you're wondering why I'm. You know, upset about it being a size thirty-two because obviously it's probably the wrong size. Do y'all know what size I am in the waist? I am a thirty-six, and they already said for these pants, size up. It is in capital letters. So go a size up. So I went. I, I went with a thirty-eight actually for the for these pants. How the fuck do you mix that up and end up sending me a size thirty-two? The the. The waist in those pants was so fucking small. I They were even so small. I even still tried to try them on just for shits and giggles. I couldn't even get my fucking leg through the pants leg because they were for a size 32. I was so fucking irate. So I emailed these motherfuckers telling them, like, you know, I ordered this. This is my order number. I ordered a size 38. Y'all sent me a size 32. They emailed me back the next day. Saying that, oh, you know, we'll send you, here's a shipping label, uh, send it back, we'll send you your order out as soon as possible. And I'm just like, why? So I can wait another three fucking weeks for my pants? The shit, uh, the event that I needed them for, it's going to come to pass by the time I get my pants. So I was just like, fuck it. I was just like, I, I want a fucking refund. No response from them at all. But they want me to send these goddamn pants back, which I will. But they don't want it. They're, they're not going to want to refund me my money. I already knew that from the get go. But I was like, it's worth a shot. But I, like, if they don't refund me my money or fucking send me these pants on time, I'm, I'm going. I'm going to make the longest story or make a video just exposing all these black businesses that I have issues with and how they're a terrible customer service. Because what they do is, a lot of black businesses, they'll take your money from your orders, don't even have the product then order the product. Every single black business I've dealt with, that's exactly what they do. And they think that people are stupid. I, I know that's what they're doing because there's no reason why it should take that long to process and send the order. When, if you order something from a regular business, it's, it literally only takes that a week for you to get your get your shit, depending on how you pay for shipping. Now, at minimum, it takes seven days. And that, you know, but like I said, this is exactly what black businesses are doing. They're just going to take your money. And then when you when, you know, they'll put in an order for what you need because they're not going to order more than what they more than what they're selling because they don't want to sit on top of product. That's the problem with black businesses that they don't want to be fucking they don't they're trying to not come out of pocket as much as possible so if they can spend the bare minimum to keep from fucking to keep their profits up. They'll do that. When first of all. The pants that they probably have are probably some cheap-ass fucking pants that they got from overseas, fucking found the plug on them, getting them for, like, maybe $20 to $40 at most per pants, and then they're fucking bringing them over here, putting their own little spin on them, and then marking them up to fucking $200. But they're complaining about the money. So, like I said, if I don't get my fucking money back, I'm going to expose the shit out of them. Because there's no excuse for that. I've dealt with that with other black businesses too, and then but nobody else is speaking. I was like, I I can't be the only one dealing with this, you know, buying from black businesses. But what pisses me off the most is that black businesses are notorious for saying that, oh, black people don't uh, support our own and da da this. I'm trying to make it. No, you have t- you have you have a good con- you have a good idea, you know, good concept. But your execution is fucking terrible. You suck at running a business, and that needs to be said. I'm going to say that for about every single person, I don't give a fuck if like 70% of their business is run good or 60%, that other 30 to 40% is fucking garbage and you're accept you're willing to accept that 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 loss and risk of losing customers as long as you still cuz you're still getting money at the end of the day. So they don't give a fuck about the customer base. And black people have the biggest attitude. Just think about the people the black people that work for, you know, these major corporations and businesses, and if especially if they're a customer service person or they have to cater to the customer. Look at the attitudes they catch at that shit. So you think they ain't going to get an attitude at, at, at their own business? They're going to do the exact same thing, but worse. They don't give a fuck about losing the customer because it's like, bitch, I only lost one customer, but I got fucking a thousand more orders coming in. So I don't give a fuck who doesn't shop with me. Somebody going to buy it. And I think that's fucked up. They should always care about all their customer base Because I'm going to be honest with you That's what the white man does White man going to cater to you To fucking make sure he keep that customer Because at the end of the day money is money And we're trying to get all the money We ain't taking no shortcuts We're going to do business straight up We're going to take care of our customers Because we may be losing a customer That has longevity in us That is invested in us And is always going to shop with us But we're going to fuck that up off this one sale We're going to risk that by fucking it up on this one $200 sale when, who knows, I might come back and buy another pants, another pair of pants, but I ain't doing that shit now because y'all fucked me over. Like, you know what I mean? Like the, the, the wrong size is a little bit understandable, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not even forgiving on that because how the fuck do you fuck that up? It's 32 and a size 38. It's not that hard to fucking pay attention to that, and uh, and also, like I said, these small these these black businesses, they're not very small, but they're run by a very small team of people that don't give a fuck about. Uh, like, we need to bring more people on. Why they don't want to bring more people on? Because they're gonna have to pay those people. So that's another part of their you know profits and stuff like that going out the window to somebody else instead of keeping all the money in. And let's be real, like black people got a lot of shit going on in their life. So they don't. They, you know, I know for a fact that they are not one hundred percent focused on their business, or at least the black people that I've dealt with. And like I said, I want to support black businesses because black people do come up with some good ideas and some good concepts and create some good things. But I'm, I can't, I can't do that when I just get fucked over every every single time. Every single black business I have supported, they fucked me over, and it's been like three or four of them. With no explanation No nothing No Like we we'll, we can do this for you Like fuck no And that's because like I said I know for a fact Them black people get that money And they already spending it Do you think they want to give you something back That's theirs? That they consider theirs? Hell no But like I said if I, Y'all gonna see If I don't get no results That's gonna be one of my YouTube videos But yeah I'm going to end this on that. Uh, Today's Wednesday. Tomorrow's Thursday, baby. Then I got staff duty on fucking Monday, which I don't give a fuck about because that's Monday. I ain't got to do PT. Tuesday, I ain't got to do PT because I'll be off by the time I come back to work. Wednesday, another short week. And then after that, the week after that, I I ain't going to tell y'all what's going on. But, you know, your boy got some things going on because certain people are listening and they're probably going to try to, you know, Fuck that up for me And I ain't gonna let you do that You not low But yeah So Short week Another short week And then I'm having some fun The weekend after that But yeah This has been another episode Of Conway Conversations Appreciate y'all for rocking with me I'm rocking with y'all If y'all rocking with me Uh, And we will I'll see y'all at the end of this week I'm just gonna say Fuck it Do another episode Oh yeah Watch out for fucking monkeypox man I don't know what the fuck's going on with that But I'm about to stop at just doing anything. I'm about to... I don't know. Because I'm still... I see how you can get it, but I don't see how you can get it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't see how the fuck you're getting it. Like, they... they, Some people... They're saying it's a fucking STD now, but uh, also... Like, you can get it from, I don't know, being out of I don't know, like, fucking, you got states and shit declaring national emergencies over this shit, like, you know, the the reason why people aren't fucking uh, taking it serious either, because there's no visual side, you know, side effects of it. They're, like, those motherfuckers that have, like, bumps and shit all over them, that shit is sick. So now you you see motherfuckers trying to go get vaccinated for that shit now. But if it was COVID, you see motherfuckers wasn't so keen to go and go get that shit. But I don't know. All I got to say is stay the fuck away from me with that shit. I seen a motherfucker when I was at work today. He had some shit on his lip. I don't know why people, you know, white people be so comfortable walking around with cold sores and shit on their lips. Like, motherfucker, that shit looks nasty. Put a bandaid over that shit. With all this shit going on around here, you think I you think I want to be sit, sitting in the same space as you, sharing the same space as you, and you got fucking shit on your lip. But yeah, please be careful. I don't I don't even know what the fuck I want you know want to think about this, but it's scary. Motherfuckers not even going outside anymore or fucking. They be like, I ain't having sex no more. I ain't I don't blame you because that shit looks terrible, and they said it's painful. And it's like in the most it's in the most craziest place places like, you know, on your hands and around your mouth area that uh, the mouth area shit is crazy. Because what the fuck was you doing? Who farted in your face for you to have these just just big, obvious bumps all over your face? It's so it's so crazy. And it's like, where the fuck did it? And it's just like what kills me the most is like I, I need to dig into because I really want to know, like, where the fuck did this come from? Like, this shit just came out of nowhere. So, in the meantime, stay the fuck away from me. Please. This has been another episode of Conrad Conversations. I will see y'all this weekend.